beloved this is the culture and camaraderie podcast the most thought-provoking introspective industrious creative discussion with my guy tiverius we just popping shit right now <laughs> i am on deck coffee on deck n-y-t-y-p-i-c-a-l-o nytypical.net Damadici himself, yeah, the Bard Father, oh. Fashion Father, oh. Cristobal Bodyguard. This is, a, this is a longer version <laughs> of the intro. <laughs> I'll be just messing. Hit up Lax Era for all your production needs. That's LAX underscore ERA squad. And we got imprint oh, squad. on Thursday. That's actual squad. Imprint. Yeah, 28th of November, Kingshead Members Club. Tickets are running out. I think we're out of early birds now. So Cuckoo! get your tickets. Get <laughs> them tickets if you want in. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna if be crazy, man. The lineup's really crazy. Working. My man here, Damadich. Yeah, a, fam. On the my on key. The, on the my key. Go, All nighty on the mic, controller, MC, master of ceremony. Um, there we go. Let's get to the pubbing shit. We don't pubbing shit. Yo, right straight into albums, I think. Straight into albums. Ten. Right, we've been having a discussion for a little while, and I've spoken to. No, even gonna like ask me how my day was, no, and just oh, straight okay. into. Actually, I want to know how your week was. We won't go into albums straight. Um, away. it was actually quite good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like um even though it was rubbish technically, it was good. Because I am picking up these habits again of writing because the way I was writing before was different because it was like um a forced thing. As in I was moved to do it. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm like this is something that I really just want to share. So it's just um it's like it's just like a little bit more of a natural process it's like something that i really want to do and like i've re- i've already got like a little tiny um understanding of what kind of system that i work under from writing scripts before and writing that like com- like literally starting a book and then finishing it and doing all of that stuff so that was a good test run like that was something that i needed to do but now i'm doing something that i want to do and it just changes the whole dynamic but also i had to remember look you're also doing this second thing and this third thing so i can't actually not like i can't not do them because it makes me feel less than Mm. with with no like with a lack of better way of saying it, it like just i need to make sure that i'm also doing everything i need to make sure i'm doing everything that's on that's left of me and everything that's like right in front of me right. but right now i'm doing a my 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 writings but yeah how was your week good stuff yeah mine was just jammed jammed and rammed whoa work um Oh, uh, you're so wild! <laughs> Whoa. For real, you are, man. <laughs> Driving me insane. Yeah, just um, working, man. Getting them peas. Getting them peas. Um, yeah, just sort of making a couple tunes here and there, or working on some production bits and bobs. I've been. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of discussions just about stuff that I'm working on, stuff I should be <laughs> doing. 
Um, but yeah, man, we'll get into that a bit later. Properly, Ooh. but yeah, I've just been doing that. It's been busy, to be honest. I've, I've just come off a doing a all nighter. Yeah, my, yeah. My oh, fault. The Mazzolini. The Mazzolini, but it's the all done Mazzolini. now. It's been done. So yeah, just cracking on now, and I'm here with my Kinder and my coffee. Okay, okay. Yeah, just putting it out there. Kinder Bueno is the best chocolate bar in the world. Snaps and wraps. I've not tasted every chocolate bar, so I can't never confirm. I don't need to. Deny. I said I haven't. I wonder what is the best chocolate bar. I need to try that. Try. I need to. I like. There's chocolate bars that I can't try, so that's I would just never peak, be man. Able to even that's say. just so peak. Which is good. One day I hope that changes, bro. What? Like, there's an injection that stops me being intolerant to wheat. Mm-hmm. Would you would you take that yes. straight? You'd be like, no oh, question. You'd fam. be like, I need that now. Now I'll try cake. I'll try croissant. Would you literally spend? Oh, what would you do on the first day that you actually? I'll try pasta, fam. I like I do all the normal shit that I've ever wanted to do. Okay, but say right now you've got your injection. They say okay, it's going to take like two hours to kick in, but you're effectively completely cured of gluten intolerance. What would I do? What's the first thing you're going? Okay, two hours from now, you got so basically you got two hours, uh, free just to be safe to organize what you're gonna do. All right, I'll bake yeah. a cake. You're just gonna bake a cake. Yeah, fam, I'm just love gonna bake the maddest baking. cake. I love yeah, but you, because you don't you, you love bacon. I like I used to love bacon, I should say, but because I couldn't eat anything, like I, it just kind of like it horrible lost its like I like one I like pe- seeing people happy eating my food. And that translate translated when I was actually baking in school and doing mm-hmm. food tech and all that stuff. But um, when like it just changed when I was when I got older in it, so it was like yeah, yeah. like uh, I, but now it's like okay. But if that happened, then I'll be able to bake and I'll be able to make a cake and I'll be able to enjoy it with people. Cause then, like, I'm making food that everyone can share, and like, I've yeah, I would like uh, bake a cake or like make a pastry, <sighs> like sausage. Ro- like I'd make sausage. Okay, roll. let me let me go a bit in depth. And what cake would you bake? Bake? Which which cake would you bake? Is there a specific one? Um, or would you like just bake a whole load of madness? Would you yeah, make I like? I think uh, I'll start with marble cake because that's one that I've like because it just looks cute. And then um and then um I'll do banana loaf because that is that just smells the best. Like Fresh I'll, banana loaf. And caramelize the bananas and like that like really make them melt it down and soft and then put them in the pastry and yeah, watch them rise and like oh. and then you can you can tell like man's man's a cookout you, you think. That's but not um true. and then um I'd make a butter <laughs> biscuits um french toast oh french toast pancakes well yeah like, i was just naturally good at making pastries back in the day but a little tidbit but not about that was the point man it's only pastries Nah, it's not only pastries. <laughs> you said, what's the point, fam? It's that's only pastries. Top, that's the top five desserts of all time. Fam. Well, pastries. I'm a pastry guy. I love my pastries. That's the French done that, fam. I like my um, croissants, almond croissants. 
but because my pan of chocolate because it's so um european that's why um flour is a base for a lot of dishes and like it's the easiest thing like you can make wheat easily here so that's the reason why it's the base of a lot of things and the reason why i can't eat a lot of things here like yeah like i can't make a loaf out of rice you've never had a dumpling bro no that's crazy i'd make puff puff you never had a festival fam or like um that's crazy make puff puff inject it with chocolate yeah i do bad things like i like yeah i just get into my i'll get into my pastry bag to be honest with you just go hard what for like yeah, a, I, like, a straight week would it be like a straight I've, week of of, I've, of I've pure pastries this. i thought about this a lot and i know that i will get fat i know that's well, certified certified i'll 100 get fat because that's the only thing that really stops me from even eating a lot of it like i eat a lot but just of the things that i can but because wheat is such a fattening substance that's funny bro it is funny it's the best it's funny and like uh, you know I think it will happen one day uh, who knows <laughs> anyway, alright straight into the straight into the ten. yeah go on then kick it off oh know? yeah albums yeah what albums Maxwell <laughs> Cream Sonny Cologne this decade this Decade. Oh, top ten albums of the decade. I need that yeah. list. Are we doing the year? Are we doing the year? I'm That's why we said the decade, didn't we? Top ten albums. Yeah, or did we just make a list? It's hard, isn't it? Well, look, we don't. It doesn't have to be like exact. Who who was the people that made a list? Um, Ali made a list. Ali made a list. Ali. Yeah. He made a top ten. Really? Yeah. Why do you make a list? Because if you're just thinking about it, it's coming up to 2020, isn't it? It's an interesting thing to think about and reflect on. Hmm. Hence why we're talking about it. Um, Give me a hot second. Let me see Ali's list. I wonder what Ali... Like, what... what I don't know if he put it on... He uh, didn't. Inst- on Instagram or anything he like didn't. that. Where's his list? Oh, oh, yeah. Channel Orange one million thousand percent on there. It doesn't. Um, a seat at the table's there for me. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wait. So you've actually got a list in front of you? No, no, no. I'm just looking through R&B albums of the decade. I'm not gonna lie. At the moment, um, um, James Blake's got to be on there. Okay, so it starts with my beautiful oh, dark twisted fantasy so at great. one, and then you got two that's empty for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You got three that's empty for my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. So my beautiful dark twist of fantasy is top three. Now the rest of the album. So number four would probably be damn. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I've actually got a few. I have got a few. Is like top three. So that means a seat at the table would be next. Then um I wouldn't be able to order them. Right then now. I'd really have to think Channel Orange will be next Then No wait I see at the table Good Kid Mad City Channel Orange um, So see at the table for Channel Orange Yeah Really? Yeah. Oh I guess so Like I know Yeah Yeah I get you And um, Well mm, Interesting And then uh, 
Wait, so that's and these one, are albums two, three, as a whole, I guess. I see at the table at four. Um, Good Kid, Mad City at five. China Orange at six. Um, what will be next? Culture by the Migos would be seven. Um, they actually had some some bops in there. But album of the decade? Oh, I guess so. Well, it's yours. Number it seven. is yours. Uh, <laughs> it's not mine. Um, it's culture defining. Um, transform music. Uh, True. Yeah. Uh, what's next? <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> um, don't even know. What's the number? Eight? What would number eight be? Like, actually, this is where like this f's up everything. Like, maybe damn would be number eight. Um. Oh yeah, did I say to pimp a butterfly? No. No. Okay, so to pimp a butterfly will be next and number ten. That would probably be on my top ten. Would be probably um, one of the only albums. What's the life of Pablo. The life of Pablo. Yeah. Mad. Mazeline. Crazy shit. That's like that. That that's like uh, a general. Like that's just off the top of the dome. Mm. Um, oh, but that's me mixing a rap and thingy. But really, it's albums of the decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Teflon Don come out this decade? No, it didn't. Did Documentary Two came out? Uh. Um, there's bare albums that come. This is actually quite hard. It's very hard. There's the like, e- I, like I know. Even if we said it, really, we'd have to have all of the albums in front of us and rearrange yeah. it. But I think off the dome, it would just be interesting to talk about the albums. best of the best. Changing the genre, changing music, well, uplifting music, progressing music, and. Uh, creating quality sounds that last a lifetime mm-hmm. i don't know if channel orange will be on there i like think songs it, of channel orange i, will know, be on I there. think it would be because even though i think it's been um, it was a more subtle impact it had on music i still think it made an impact i still think there's there's many artists that are children that are out now and even up and coming that are children of frank so to speak it's like when i mean when i hear people like sunny sunny cologne or whatever i hear a bit of i hear a bit of frank even in someone like uh what's it called um someone like uh steve lacy a little bit like it's not it's not it's not not saying that he's necessarily um implemented like a genre bending uh contribution to music so to speak but i think just everything he's done sort of from his story hmm. the kind the music he has made i think there's a lot of people that have sort of taken bits from from the way that he approaches music frank makes music like kanye 
Yeah, that's, that's not to say that he's not influenced. But I, I, I think I, I think Channel Orange is in there because it's not just I, for me. The reason I would put Channel Orange in my top ten is because of damn, I did all American tunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, it's not even to think about. There's, there's definitely English. To be fair, Britain doesn't there. really make albums like that. Mm. They, I don't know why they hate albums. Like, cause unless wait, did Wretch come out this year? Black and white did that come out this decade? I think, I think it did. That you was know what? Kano out, had a good album, man. Good. Kano had a great album. Damn, I might have to do this in twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, because this is quite hard. It's hard. No, I think you could do it for the de- the decade. No, I feel like I need to wait till twenty twenty five to like have an absolute decision. Absolute because decision. albums that came out this year, it will be hard to see their impact. And what actually happened because Channel Orange, yeah, a lot of people like it. Was it was subtle, but yeah. The, the thing before it, Nova, what was Nova, Nova uh, Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah, Nostalgia Ultra Sound was kind of better than Nova came, um, better than Channel Orange. Mm. It was but the setup for Channel Orange. It was, Orange. Like, it was, it was, it was the set, yeah, it was a mixtape. A mix up. It was the sort of layup for Channel Orange to be released, wasn't it? And then he's got, um, Damn, the album that's got like a really white name. I forgot. Who does? Um, um, Frank. Yeah. He's got like 30 songs on there. I think it was a band. Was it a mixtape or an album? Was what a mixtape or album? Another mixtape or album. The, the one that you're saying has got a white name. What? Um, It was like a 30 song thing. Like. Was it like uh, a playlist? It, no, it was like I feel. I feel like it was him. And Drake could have called it. Oh wait, does Drake even make the list? Oh, I can't. He, he should. I feel like by principle he should, <laughs> but I can't think of Albums? what I'd put on there. Yeah. Um, maybe in the top fifty, nothing was the same would be on there. Yeah, that's the album I think of when I think yeah. True. But see what but, what. Like musically, what would you say he contributed? Like, as in, like, not contributed. How? What his influence was? Um, would you say it was his? Would you say if it was like his style was of rapping, the like vibe of the music? I don't know. Drake influence. Um, he has this ability to make to put a spotlight on different oh is it like is it the memeable nature of his of his raps the not the memeable nature the uh yeah the caption the tweetable the tweetableness of his yeah like i've never i've not really seen but see that but that's what i'm saying is that something that he that's not an album though exactly that's not really like that's not an can you say there was an album that done that that's just him as an artist isn't it yeah He's like not Drake really, has had He's not really influence. an album artist That's the thing I think that's the thing He's not an album artist But he's When he makes an album It's not for the album It's like, always for yeah. the songs Tory Lanez is definitely an album The only artist. reason he'll make an album Is to have an event It's it's for the event of It being an album mm. Like um, Yeah 
as opposed to it being like Tommy this is Lane's a really body of work. is a body of work type person like he likes to tell stories he likes to create um visuals he, like he loves all of that put, he loves to put it together like drake kind of just it is kind of the put together and dish out like um so like wait what was before thank me later um oh uh, so far gone yeah so far gone and uh baby that, you buy everything you all i ever wanted the thing is when those albums were coming out when so far gone came out there was a phase where you would hear a lot of people not necessarily big artists or whatever but there was a lot of people sort of that started to cat the way he would rap a little bit there were double dino you know i'd hear i would start to hear that a little bit more. drake is like the best feature to have <laughs> that's funny but yeah, he's not really like an album artist, is he? He is literally the best feature to have on your album. I don't see Drake as uh Yeah. So far gone came in two thousand nine, okay, see. Take care. Take care. Yeah. It's a hard one. But what was the influence you'd say it brought? If we could, if we could make a case for that, then Sam, maybe. He didn't. Here's the thing. Then maybe like, I could see, but I don't think it'd be Drake on my list. Drake forced people to accept him because I remember in 2009, 10, 11. He's that corny guy. That girls, yeah, like I would even hear girls say like he's not tough enough. He's all he's all sappy and stuff and like all of that stuff all of that until like uh 2016 like 2014 was when the world changed in it so 2016 2017 is when people like kind of started picking them up that was around the meek mill battle as well and it that's was like, so funny see and that's like a but memeable moment do you feel well. like why he um is that do you think that's why he plays on the gangster like he, stuff so much like he doesn't play he age. doesn't play gangster he plays mafia yeah it's well that's like, what I mean. it's okay. bit like the there's the biggest difference it's like he plays family he plays um he plays a different game and that is why i like like because like the way the way that drake plays in this music game and like the way he influences himself to act like the way he conducts himself it's like a superstar he like makes you see that he is what he said he was in the early stages yeah. and w and he continues to act in the right way to be like oh yeah he is like he is the most influential he is like mm. the biggest guy the biggest rap star in the world because he does start out the stadiums like he has things to back up so that you have to say that he is yeah and not the other way around and so yeah like he achieves he achieves like numbers and greatness on a different level and he makes moves that are just so so nuts that it's like okay now how many nights did drake do at the old two again about four or five wasn't it 
No, it was in free. a row. Yeah, I think he done three nights at the O2 back to back, in it. Right, are they? And that was when um. And he turned the O2 into the O3. <laughs> that was oh, actually funny. Fam. It's little things like that why I've got a rate Drake. Is it is? It's just like yeah. You can just consistently do those things. Yeah, like he's really top tier. But it is funny how like, like he's just elite. He's just like mindset elite, and that is like and that is how I relate to him. That's like the one way I relate to him is just mindset is on point. Like he knows what he's doing and he acts in a particular way, mm. and he executes in that particular way. Like besides anything, like you don't need to think he's talented. You don't need to think he um is gifted. You don't need to think he's like lyrically brilliant or anything like that. But he just does it. He acts. And that's like what makes Drake the best because he acts. Like because there's no other artist that can do what he does. Like even though they're like brilliant. Like Kendrick Lamar is definitely the best rapper that we have this decade. But he doesn't do the things that Drake does, so it just kind of seems like he's elusive and he's all of these other things. And he's like this uh, wispy, airy, fairy artist type person. But really, he can be exactly that, Drake. But... He just doesn't choose to be. Yeah. But Drake is like that guy, always there, full influence, big rap. He's just proper rap. Like when you t- when you talk about like Jay Z and oh four oh five like and oh six that was a different era like when we were doing like Laffy's Taffy and all of that stuff. They love you, Taffy. Oh, oh, I think they like. You. <laughs> oh, I think they. Oh, and and like. Jay- <laughs> Do you remember? I used to love that song. Yeah, I listened to it the other day. I was like, oh. <laughs> that was such a weird tune. Yeah, that's that's like, that was what those like, were the times. Atlanta like, Jay- wasn't it? Jay Z was like. I don't know. I forget where it's from. I forget. I think it was New Orleans or um, it's somewhere in the south. But yes, um, was it? I don't think it was Texas. Was it Mississippi, Alabama, somewhere like that? Somewhere in the Bible Belt. Um, but no, it's like. Well, actually, he moves like Jay Z quite now. He doesn't move like Jay Z back then. Like the way that he was even. He even had his child under wraps. That's nuts. Like, I'm, like he he just influences. He's like the biggest influencer in the world. Mm-hmm. It's funny, isn't it? He like has Kanye's power, but doesn't have like the accolades to prove it. That's funny. He just kind of has the people. It's like weird. Like the way that people like Drake is weird. Like because obviously that. I've been listening to him for 11 years now. Well, actually, 2009. So, yeah. I've been listening to him for exactly 10 years. So, it's just weird. Like, it's weird to, like, just see the transformation. I didn't, like, I didn't expect him to look like this back then. Then, yeah, no. You couldn't. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able yeah. to, innit? Because the only reason this works the way it does now is because of all the things that have happened that you would have never even been able to predict technologies what's yeah. important today culture fashion yeah 2014 like it changed my my view of the world 
2014 was just a different That's why I think year. when you're thinking of a top 10, as much as yeah, like it is, it is a thing where it's like, oh, okay, what, how, how much did these albums contribute? There's also an element of just how timeless are these albums? Because everything's going to constantly change. And it's like, I could still listen to a seat at the table. You yeah. know what I mean? Channel Orange, I could still listen to now. That's why, that's a big reason why it's on my list. Yeah. I can still listen to songs from Pimp, Pimp or Butterfly. James Blake songs I could still listen to. Um, yeah. Like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is like one of those albums. It's like, it really, like, pivotal. It changed the way artists were conducted themselves changed the sound of music like all the shit that drake really should be doing but he just doesn't do you think drake could make an album like that like drake, oh no drake is the eminem of this decade i should say eminem yeah like just numbers wise and like just the okay. way that he's just so grandiose and he has like the white and black audience and even the asian audience like because he yeah he's tanned and he's not like all the way dark skins like he relates in the middle but yeah it's like can you make an album like oh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy well uh-huh. that's different i'm not necessarily saying like a kanye you can't change the, but can't I'm change talking... the landscape he's i don't yeah. think he's even like no it's just that would be just too he much wouldn't, of a he shift. wouldn't he wouldn't do something that artistic no. he wouldn't he wouldn't it's not it's not within his actions now he can't exactly act in that way no more. He can't do that artistic thing anymore because he's just done well, he this doesn't thing. care to, but... Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe some is not caring. Hmm? I said maybe some is not caring. But in other parts, it's like, maybe you just can't do it. Like well, is can we say we've ever really seen him like try to do an artistic work, something that was like... Okay, well, well, if he like, hasn't tried, lo- that means he hasn't done it. Uh, that means he can't do it. Mm. Because you can try and flop, but at least you tried. Mm. At least you tried to do something different, but he hasn't really tried. Well, uh, well, yeah, we can say he hasn't tried as far as we've seen or as he's shown. Like it's all about like Drake is all about showing and proving. So what I said in the beginning, it has to apply to this. It has to apply to can he do the artistry thing and if it's a no then it's kind of a no and if he doesn't want to do it then I can also say that he can't do it because he doesn't want to do it and the only way to disprove that is to do it or to show me a facet where he's done it but that doesn't take away from how much I like Drake it just Mm. it just says oh it's different it's just can't he can't make a my beautiful dark. He can't change the sound of music, but he can feature on the wave of music. He can react. Do you in feel the like right timing? Um, so then, do you feel a lot of the pop? I love how this has come up a conversation about Drake. It's hard not it's to nice. talk about Drake. To be honest, it's like funny that we've even avoided it for twenty-one episodes. <laughs> Actually, is this our first time talking about it? No, yeah. I think we touched on Drake before. Not like this. Mm. Like, you can talk about Drake and Pop. We've talked about Drake and Pop. Yeah, but do you feel like his pop music hasn't been influential to an extent? Pop music. But then I guess you could say mm, he a lot of that is because he sampled sampled other tunes. Mm, 
this is my problem is that I love all of Drake's music like this is the thing like I just love his music but it's this is really like low key it's a question on artistry like is he the best artist no like that's Kanye it's like day and night it's like like Drake can't do the super duper lyricist like he's tried it actually he's tried doing the super duper lyricist thing but that doesn't make yeah early days early Drake early Drake um he sounded like Eminem back then well actually that was a knock on him saying that he sounded like Eminem um and like sounded like Pusha T sounded like Bear People like cause that's who he was influenced by innit mm. um Free Six Mafia everything uh but oh, Free Six Mafia yeah like his dad's from Houston and all of that stuff um yeah like Kanye is like the one enigma in this thing it's like he transcends industry like that's the way that Kanye has influenced me in this life he's like the ability and this is why like I've been saying what I've been saying for so long and it's only going to be realized now it's like his ability to do more than one thing changed art not like music or like the way that um he hasn't changed how artists are perceived but it changed art and that's the one difference between um him and everybody else he changed art he he allowed us to be able to say oh i can produce music and rap on songs i can um i can make music i can also sell out be the biggest artist in the world and i can also make trainers Damn, was he one of the first? Was he actually one of the first? Was he the first guy, Kanye, to do? Yeah, want to be yeah. like, oh, I produce and rap. Yeah, like well, that's why. That my, like that's that's like. Because it's probably not the first. There's probably people who've done that before, but not like, okay, I've produced the biggest albums in the world. Now I'm gonna make some of the biggest albums in the world. Well, I don't feel like the burden of proof is on me. I feel like it, like, <laughs> like he's done it and he is it and there's not one person you can name prior unless you want to like go into the deep dark web well I can imagine to that extent but I still feel like there's no. a lot of who rapper. I, d- I don't know I, I do not like give, to give people their accolades I don't know That's no 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 it's not it's not like not it's not it's not about not giving his accolades because as far as I can think it is, it is that's not like a, oh he hasn't I'm just thinking like is it because there's there's wanting it to be and there's like okay what's the actual reality I just don't know when did I 29 weeks ago when did you what no I just like someone just replied to a comment that I said liked my comment just waste man anyways literally I just yeah and he made trainers and he created a whole team that also was with him making the clothes and he had the resources to project them to the world and now there's like who's this new person like this new person that makes trainers now i think it's recycled trainers or some some gimmick like that but um i'll find her name right now or his name or is it the vegan trainers it's a sock. Oh, 
It's a speed sock. What? What do you mean? As in their sh- sock training? Yeah. Former former Kanye, not Kanye. Former Yeezy designer launches affordable oh. tabby sneakers. Now tabby sneakers are the one that separates the big toe from the rest of the toes. Oh, did you share something about that? I don't think so. Recently. Like, I, I definitely shared it to uh, my trainer group. But this is them. Like, her name is Sarah Jillo. And he's got another person that does that. He's the head. He's a senior footwear designer at Versace. And those are just people with jobs. Like, there's obviously um, Virgil Abloh, Jerry Lorenzo, and... Um, whatchamacallit, Sam Ross, who was Virgil's intern, and uh, who else? Who else is there? Must be somebody else. Must be someone else. Is there someone else? Tidy. Uh, someone else that what? Like Kanye. Like, um, oh yeah, Heron Preston, that's the one. I always what, forget he's one. Like he's like a trend. What, he's he, makes, he makes clothes. Makes clothes. In quotation marks, but yeah, like, t- like um, I judge artists by the fruit they bear. Like, well, leaders by the fruit they bear, and if those are his fruit, and oh, as well as all of the musicians that come after Kanye and like um, just are different and are allowed to be weird and quirky. Mm. That's all Kanye. So, mm. in that respect as well. Mad. I didn't go through my top 10 though. Well, fully. You want to go through your top 10? Yeah. Uh, I'd, cool. I'd have Channel, Channel Orange in there as well. At, for, at one? Uh, at one? Oh, I can't I can't number them, man. I can't number these things. You actually can, you know. What would I have at number one? I'd say. At number one. Oh, I don't know if I can number them. So many albums that come out this decade. That oh no, so many I wouldn't be able I to number them. To. Like this is in no particular order. I wouldn't be able to number them right now. I couldn't do that because I'd have to really sit down and think. But the ones that come to mind, definitely Channel Orange is on there. Definitely a seat at the table is on there. James Blake's first album is definitely on there. Uh, Mount Kimby's. Um, Crooks and Lovers is on there. Um, so that's four. Is that four? It's James Blake, Channel Orange, See at the Table. Oh, James Blake, Channel Orange, See at the Table. I would probably also say Jamie XX's collaboration with Joe Scott. They done. We sampled him anyway. We're in a collaboration, but he sampled him. Um, that was a crazy album. I'd also say... Oh, it's actually so hard. I'll put to Pimple Blackfly on there as well. It's only five. I couldn't think of Dome. Why is this so difficult? I'm trying to think of what else. 
<laughs> Just kind of. I'm trying to think. Well, sizzlent. Sizzlent. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm Silent just trying feel. to think. It's so hard. Those five. Because I'm trying to think of what the the albums that like influenced my music taste the most. Wait, influenced it's, your music taste? Well, yeah, like or like, not just influenced my music taste, but it's the impact. It's not, and it's not just the impact it had on me. But I'm thinking of them as like what's like, yeah, well, the most timeless albums. It's essentially so I'm thinking. So your subjective. Well, it's not necessarily subjective, but it's like, well, a little bit. It's um. it's from. Because, like, everyone's ten top ten albums are going to be, um, is going to be slightly different as well. Because if you, if something was influential, you might not have necessarily liked it. But that doesn't mean that it's not one of the best. That's true. Like, that's my problem with, like, art and artists. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a topic that I wanted to put in the group that I didn't actually say. Um, it was just like being okay with people that aren't good. What do you mean? For the thing that you're doing. If you're a DJ and you don't know someone that knows how to dig fruit crates or even like just listens to music like is a music lover like the reason the djs are djs because they love music mm -hmm. and they create dig and they discover new sounds all the time i don't know why we as i should be okay because that person now represents what a dj is mm. and then um and then now it's like it devalues what a dj actually is so now when you come as a professional you're now um expect there's the expectations there's are different no there's just a lower value to what you do because people mm. think well you could have just played a playlist or something when it's really like being a dj is much more than playing it's, a playlist yeah it's about it's the curation music and like cur curating, curation yeah creating a sound and making a vibe and um uh, that's the same like with artists and drawing and it's like it's like where where would you say it's the same with an artist in drawing though how would you say where's where's the parallel where's where's the parallel someone to that, that has if... never done live drawing okay oh interesting so someone who, what are you talking about someone who does fan art They're... i'm talking about someone that um can draw a really pretty face but doesn't know how to draw hands interesting oh what someone who's... how are you as an artist not able to draw hands and you call yourself an artist Mm. You can do super duper portrait char on the face, and then the rest of the body's out of proportion. It's funny. That devalues everything that we do. Like it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's a weird one. Because I've like well. I guess that's what well, fan arts. No, to be fair, problem, but like, it's like obviously, I have a feeling that me and you have different stances on this. What on the on the artists who? No, well, you you, are, you allow them in the and I don't because really and truly to me, what being great at something is not a subjective thing. But what do you mean allow them? Um, 
I don't feel like you're allowed to call yourself a DJ if you just play playlists. Oh, what if you just play the Hot 100? Anything. Like, whatever that playlist is, it's like, you come to play your music, not the music for that the people, people should, that are listening people to. Listen to. Yeah. And then, or play the top 40. Or, like, it's like, what it, what is this essential like what are the essentials what are the fundamentals if you don't know how to like mix if you don't know how to what what's it called again blend that's the mix one. and blend like if you don't know like there's just certain beat match you mean beat match as well well yeah a dj well, does there's certain things oh so you're talking about the do. artistry of djing as opposed to like the actual just being able to make two songs go together well, yeah, there's there's a lot of things because 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 being a I DJ think is. I think well that but that's what I'm saying because you're not talking about the actual technical aspects per se of being a DJ because anyone can learn to do that but it's the aspects of like when you're being a DJ what does that mix that you're doing say about you is essentially what you're saying yeah everything like how 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 is this set speaking to you how are you bringing people into your world as opposed to trying to uh, I just don't like people that devalue the craft. Like it just doesn't sit well with me. Like there's certain crafts that we have that are devalued by people who don't adore what they're doing, but find the easy path or the the path of least resistance. That's usually what it's called, right? Well, that's what I call it now. It's like the path where you don't, you just you need can to do learn that thing, a yeah. little bit. You don't need to learn the thing. You learn like just enough of the thing. It's like, like, cause obviously, like I, like I usually say, like my new, um, my new saying is, there's a point in your work where you can't make something rubbish. You can't make shit music. You can't make shit art. It's what does that art now say? Mm. What does that song now say? What is that album now say? And it's really like, like yeah, it's just that, it's just it was just a weird thing, like because I heard like um, like where it came from is like I heard Chucky on live. You were speaking to JME, and um, I saw him say something like um, basically like because Chucky online is like a DJ DJ right. And then um, he was speaking to someone. He's like, he can't have a great music conversation about this person that he's talking to because that person doesn't love music. Like, he loves music and it says. And then he said, which is the part that kind of breached me, was that's okay for you, but for me. But if you're a DJ, the first thing is you love music. And if you don't love music, then what? what are you doing this thing for and now we've got to question your value system mm. i don't like having to question another artist's value system mm. uh, well it depends are you an artist or are you a worker it's like like what is a graphic designer are you an artist or are you a worker that's interesting i think a worker is a, a weird phrase to use for that but i, I get what you mean like, are you, are you treating, 
it as it's almost worse it's, it's almost not commoditizing it but to a certain extent it is it's like I can hit a lick in this it's like yeah it's kind of like the gentrification of a craft isn't it it is and then you've got a lot the inflex, influx of people doing it and then it's like when it's like when labels like like will get an artist who can't actually it's like yeah someone who gets they'll get someone or like an influencer or whatever like I've seen this happen first like first hand they get an artist who's not doesn't make any music doesn't DJ anything but or it's not that they can't DJ but they're or not that they haven't DJed but what they might have been doing it for like a couple months and because they've got a following or whatever then they're like oh well it's just pressing some buttons isn't it so what we'll do now is we'll get you in with a ghost producer release the tune under your name that you haven't done anything to and boom you got our first single that's just so it's I crazy. know it's like but it's, it'll be funny because those people will still be classed as like DJs I'm just I need I I I just need like because that's where artists stop being respected because of the bottom rung if someone like me is bottom bottom tier artist, then I'd be happy. But I'm not. I'm not the worst artist in the world. Well, not happy. I'd be okay. I'd be okay with understanding, okay, there's... After learning about art, there's just certain things that you have to do. And because I haven't done them, then yeah. But it's not. There are people that do things that just aren't as good or just don't have the same thought and dedication to the craft. Mm. Like, I can talk about fashion, but I'd rather do fashion. I can talk about um, music, but I'd rather do music. It's like, art is art to me is everything, right? Art to me is the renaissance of movement and the communication of the people or what you see the world to be mm-hmm. and you know there's just different mediums that you do that through and yeah it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> it is weird it is art art regardless of of um medium is the lens in which someone allows you to see the world it's like when you when you're consuming that you're putting on their like the glasses that they've given you for yeah. a brief amount of time for however long that is it's interesting and that's like <laughs> yeah that's just how i describe it and yeah that's just something that like, a lot of rant that i had but yeah let's get to an actual topic yeah no we should that was a that was a tangent bro what was there was another one we had. I'd oh yeah, it was about to socials. To be fair, no, no, that was the other. One. Apologies for that crazy yawn. Um, no, there was something else we were going to talk about. We can just go straight into that. But there was—I feel like there was another topic. But yeah, do you want to hit on the whole? 
The Joneses. The yeah. award shows. The okay. gratitude. That is funny. That the entitlement. That's <laughs> such a negative funny. entrance to the topic. I don't even necessarily think it's felt that that's a part of the conversation, but it's like, okay, yeah. So how do you want to intro it? Uh, basically, there's people. There's people. It people? <laughs> it's it's like, not aliens, mate. How should it be said? Uh wait. Keep keeping up with the Joneses. How's how's that? Uh, how's that pertinent? Um, well, because. It w- this was part of the social media conversation last week yeah. where we didn't get to touch on it. Okay, then. And I feel like you had... There was stuff you wanted to talk about just in terms of... <laughs> well, we can go... Well, yeah, no, we can go... But we can go <laughs> from that... We can go from the Ari Lennox part first. You have to trigger me. We can go from the We can go from the Ari Lennox bit first because I think that does speak a lot to it because I know you, you're... That, like... I do wholeheartedly agree with you that there was like a little bit of like she feels hard done by the award show because of what another artist getting an award because to her she's like she even said in her tweet she was like I expected I was going to get shafted oh you read the tweets yeah yeah at some point yeah she was like just not bad I expected and so in her mind she's sort of classified things it's like okay Grammys, absolutely huge. Probably going to get shafted by those guys. Uh, what is it? What are the other ones you got? Um, I don't even know. What they VMAs or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, probably going to get shafted by those. Just is what it is. Yeah. Pop, fair enough. Soul Train is like, like, soul artist. You know, and these are my people. Like... This is the music I do. I li- I've seen people up there and I've, that I've looked up to, and I feel my music is of the cal- of the same caliber, if not better, as the people that I've looked up to or the people I've seen get awards in my categories. And then as soon as that's happened, she's like, "What?" And though I still do think there is a lot of there is a lack of gratitude because of the way she sort of reflected on her whole career and her existence based on this one moment. Just this one loss. Um, yeah. Well, I could, uh, yeah, it's not that it makes her a bad person, or, or, or that's that's what you're saying, but I still do think... Like, I get... I, I, I've got to say, I understand. Having heard some of, like, um, Lizzo's music, so to speak. And that's not to say she's she's she, there's nothing against her, but I just I could understand her frustration. You know, that's just from that's that's just my take on it. Oh, wrong. she deleted all her tweets. Of course she did. I'm not even surprised by that. I'm actually not surprised because it's crazy. Someone has clearly said to her, "What the hell are you doing?" <sighs> Gonna have to search Google for them then. Oh, you you haven't read them all. I thought you no. read them. Kind of peak. Did you read them? Yep. On Twitter? Yep. Basically, um, Ari Lennox got shafted for by the Soul Train. Well, not shafted. L- um, Lizzo won the... Um, <laughs> got shafted. Uh, who's more soulful, Ari or Lizzo? I 
I don't know why I read that out loud. But yeah, Lizzo won the award. I forgot what 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 award it was. What award was it? She dressed up to the nines along with Summer Walker. Look, see, this is the thing. Like we've been talking about this for three weeks now, yeah. This whole thing about artists and the way that um the management acts and then the way that they act and like just being entitled and all of this stuff and like just being yourself and wanting to do this this that and the third and not knowing that this is how this really works and being j cole and like being the manager of this whole conglomerate and having to understand all of these things and the executive producer is like now we have um a vision a peephole of what like it's it should it should be said that um that uh, it doesn't make Ari a bad person like it doesn't need to make her a bad person but it does show the colors that she has and part of those colors is feeling hard done by the soul train awards mm. now if she wasn't entitled she wouldn't have expected anything from them but she felt a sort of entitlement to winning over Lizzo particularly. Mm. That is that is the difference. It was like she felt that she should have won over Lizzo. Not she should have yeah. won in general. She yeah. should have won over Lizzo. Now, me, I don't see one. Well, actually, I haven't li- really listened to Lizzo's album, but I'm pretty sure Lizzo's album is not so. I'd have listened to... Um, Aurelix album and Aurelix album is so. Mm. She just had too much expectation of these award shows, which I always think is a bad idea, and regardless. All the money that they are dumping into Lizzo should help yeah. people understand that Lizzo's not a normal artist. Yeah. Like, Lizzo's been doing this for a time. But this one year it that they've been nuts. dumping yeah. money into Lizzo, she is white hot to. White. <laughs> I don't. I, like, <laughs> I'm not. I. I don't. I like. I don't see Lizzo as like one of those amazing artists. I don't even. I don't get it. I personally don't get. It. I don't see it. I, like obviously she's an amazing singer. She got the range. It's amazing. She can play instruments. That makes her a musician, and she can make cute songs and cool songs and all of that stuff. Is she? Is she kind of in the same lane? As, is like, she soul? No, and obviously Lizzo has had all of these like other things around her. Like you listen, you hear, you hear about her before you hear about her music, which is a weird thing. It's like, like I just saw a picture of um of her sitting on a sink with her ass out, and she was like, "Hello, Mississippi or Minneapolis or whatever place it was in America." But yeah. Like she was, she's she, really. She was even on a X Factor, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah. Didn't know that. Like, wow. But yeah, it's yeah, like mad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Keep going. I. 
and well actually now let's step away from um ari lennox yeah, and lizzo because really that's just a catalyst for understanding it's mm. like when you are an artist of a certain caliber there's just an amount of decorum and poise that you should have when dealing with certain things this is this kind of goes back to what we were saying about drake it's like drake has that and then when he got the grammy he said we really shouldn't be caring about the grammys in the first place and that made sense that is mafia moves that is real boss oh what did he say he said something mad didn't he yeah they tried to cut him off yeah they did they really did do you really think it was a cut off or do you think they did didn't they they did they did try to cut him off they were like nope and the camera and not camera the microphone just went doop down (laughs) oh man army lennox (laughs) that's a oh um army lennox yeah that's the name of her squad um <laughs> why no. that's what i mean it's so crazy i, I like but i do i do feel you because there is a lack of perspective and it's kind of like like sometimes you've got to realize when where you are she's 28 by the way lizzo oh lizzo's 28 yeah how old's ari lennox i mean not lizzo ari oh. ari's old i think lizzo might have been older than that yeah i feel like let's check go on yeah what were we saying no, it's just like twenty because when there's people who are looking it's up Ari. to you, yeah. when people are looking up to you and people are like kind of seeing where you are and you're working with people like J Cole, you've got people like J Cole all over your album, helping to produce 31. it, executive produce it, like it's crazy, and it just makes you think like, fair enough, don't do it. <laughs> What if you're you going to be like that, don't do it. Like, Let it go then. Just go live a normal life. But don't, like... It's, it's just so disheartening for everyone else that you got looking up to you, wanting to be like you, wanting to... Like, learning from you. You're going to be the people that... You're going to be one of the people that... People who are le- just learning about music now and finding their new favourite people. That's how they're going to be influenced. And it's like... Look, th- I get it. Everyone's human. You're going to be f- like, you, everyone's got the frustrations of of going through that, putting your all into a piece of work and making an actual great body of work mm. and getting that sweat from you. But there's got to be gratitude at all times, man. Gratitude is a must. That's the thing, like, um, I really want to see all of her tweets. Where's like where is how did Lizzo get famous? That's funny. Well, <laughs> I kind of know how she got famous, but she's an industry plant. The industry planted the seeds <laughs> of her brain. It's <laughs> mad. How does one become an industry plant, huh? Um, mm-hmm. you kind of sell your rights away. Oh, that's scary, man, isn't it? Yeah, or you have like super duper leverage. I- Within the industry, mm. just gotta have the squad in it, the right squad. There's only 200 people in the UK music industry. So, do you think Drake doesn't own any of his music, or do you think he, he Drake, does? Drake owns his music, low key. 
Yeah, I don't think he owns his earlier stuff. Okay, wait. I feel like... No, that's not Ari Lennox's tweets. Ari Lennox, Lizzo tweets. Soul album. Yeah, I'm her. I'm not built for these things, Lamo. It's just a game, Monica. It's Lama. just a game. It's not um an ungrateful energy. It's not ego. That's a lie, but okay. I'm sorry people view my tweets in that manner. I just cared about this one. If ball players can get upset about losing, so can I. This was simply something I've always wanted. It's not the losing that was the problem though, was it? It was never the losing. Like if she was complaining like she was like, I put all my heart and soul into it. But it's like even then, like it is I get cause I get what you're saying. It's like although many people may agree about the whole Lizzie situation, you've got to have perspective on it. You've got to have perspective on it. To be honest, you just shouldn't have said anything while she was highly emotional. Yeah. Nah, and a lot of people because there's people that you can talk to about that <laughs> yeah 100 percent. like you know what i mean there should be people you can vent like that to definitely like, it's like i i do find it interesting when people's first instincts are to go online and do that i find that so interesting well like <sighs> it's weird people love her for what she done though really yeah what's speaking out about it no, no, just being like, like going on a tirade and then, because she went on a tirade in the night, woke up and then started joking about it. And then being like, um, damn, I've, I want to see this, I want to see what she said in the morning. Oh, what, because what did she tweet about in the morning when she make a video? Yeah, she went to bed and then she went to tweet about it. Oh, in the morning? Yeah. Oh, I thought she, did she, wait, did you, did you say she made a video though? Am I going huh? crazy? No, that's another one, that's another one. You said I she made a video about it in the morning. I sent you the video. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch that. Takes a lot of energy. These things, and ultimately, this was a hard loss for me. My intent is never to annoy people who clearly don't fuck with me. I don't be asking these shady blogs to post what I write. Me being honest, it don't make me okay. Yeah, this was the morning tweets. Nah, I quit. Yeah, I saw those actually. Yeah, those are the ones I saw. Are they still yeah. there or they got deleted? No, every every tweet is deleted. It's Someone clearly told us, said, yo. <laughs> I'm just like of the belief that you just have the court. Like, because not, not even for the fact that um she was hurt. Because I'm not saying that she shouldn't be hurt. I'm just saying have the quorum. And not, and not like, because, you know, you can 100% think you're better than Lizzo. And that's all right but me <laughs> being me like just me i think i'm the best but i don't think i don't say that thinking about other people and me in perspective of yeah, other people, people yeah. like i don't think about other people whenever i'm saying that i'm the best i'm thinking about me everything that i've done in my life and the level that i'm at right now i am the best and there's a mindset that comes with that it's like okay so i've got to learn a bit more I've got to work a bit harder. I've got to do all of these things to just push myself and keep pushing that edge until, I don't know, until, like, money, like, a lot a lot more money starts coming in and, like, it's, it's just easier to make money. Like, that's the stage I'm at. Mm. It's not that, um, 
I'm thinking about everybody else, do all the other accolades, all of this, all of that, all of this. It's like, as an artist, I, in myself, should think about my art and be like, what is the best thing that I've made today? And if that thing is more than a year away, I start shaking. Literally, one of the best things that I've done, like, at the top of the year, I thought about this. I was like, um, because... I was always supposed to write a book, right? But it just wasn't meant to be that one. And, um, like, the most important thing that I had done in 2018 was do the architecture project. And that ended in March that year. So that means there was a massive gap, about nine or ten months worth of space that I didn't do anything super duper important because I never had a computer. And that, like, made me start, like, moving a bit nuts because I was like, damn, I haven't done anything this year. And then that's when, like, that's what gave me the motivation to move forward and be like, okay, now I've got my book. All right, now it's like, Mm. now I'm on the foundation level where it's like, okay, so I've got a book, but can I buy all the fundamentals? Like I'm on that stage and I was like, can I, like, what can I can do? Can you buy all the fundamentals? What can I do with the, yeah, what what can I do with the leverage that I've got right now? Can I buy all the assets inside my house over and over again? Can I buy all of the perishables and me not feel anything? It's like I've, like, I've got to have the new goal moving forward. And that's like that's the way that I push. Are you myself. talking about what? So, you, are you, but you talking more about paradigms as opposed to uh, goals per se? Because the way you were speaking about the goals is like, okay, so now I'm at this point. I've got my book. I've done that. I've proven that to myself. This is the next overarching goal. Um, so that's why I say you're referring to a paradigm as opposed to. I don't necessarily know how to break that part down, mm. but. I just know that... Um, yeah, I was just the, more so con- saying how I would see it. As the way that I push myself isn't f- seeing other people's work, seeing the accolade. I don't see an Oscar and think, I want an Oscar. Mm. I see the best work with the best actors and want to work with the best actors, writing my best work and have them execute it to the best of their ability as well as everybody else's ability. And that is what determines how hard that i work and between that point and the point that i am now okay so what can i do now i can write scripts and i can work with local people and this is the things that i've got at my disposal Mm. i don't have a massive camera that's like 3k i can't buy that yet but what i can do is create youtube videos and i can teach myself a little bit of editing while i'm editing um a 30 minute video into a 10 minute video or a 10 minute video into a one minute video for promotions and stuff like that and like really just doing the little things in the middle like when i knew that i was gonna write a book i was doing my blog so i was like okay can i do 500 words a day okay can i do 200 words a day can i do a mm. thousand words a day and then like when it was writing month in march it was like okay so can i write a blog a day uh, well, actually, I think it was like, can you write 10,000 words? Mm. Which is like um, a thousand words in, I don't know, 
I don't know how many weeks, but or five hundred words in how many weeks in twenty weeks in twenty days or something. But yeah, it's like finding those little things, and then that built me up to be like, okay, so I can easily write five thousand words, or I can write five thousand words that mean things, because I wasn't just writing; I was writing with a purpose. And now I've wrote a book that means something in a language that is supposed. <laughs> because <laughs> the art of my book isn't the fact that it's a book the art of my book is um is the fact that it's a role in that specific way mm. because that is not the way that I, the way i wrote my book isn't the way that i speak mm. and the way that i wrote my book isn't the way that i've wrote my dissertation and it's not the way that i've wrote my blogs mm. and the way i wrote that book um is not the way that i'm gonna write my second book Mm. and that is the art in writing the way i wrote my book is not the same way that i wrote my script and having that distinction is all part of how i create art in everything that i'm doing and that's to say or i say all of that to say i don't really one i don't really see that in other artists i don't really see anybody else think like that but it's like me not winning something is not the goal me being able to reach people and make people see the things that i see is my goal and having people see the way like i'm not trying to influence people to like me i'm trying to influence people to see what i see Mm. it's like a different yeah it's a different paradigm it's like there's no like one yeah i would love accolades i would love an oscar i love all of these other things but that isn't my driving force it's been my driving force at one point like there was a point where i would only watch oscar award-winning movies there was a good three years where i would just Mm. watch like well not only not exclusively but i would watch the oscars and then i watch all the movies the oscars talk about it's so weird to think that once upon a time you wanted to make an award-winning animated film i don't know why like you wanted to make an animated film. I don't know why it just seems not far-fetched but almost like you what like just having the desire to make an animated film. It's just so interesting. I don't think I've got a different desire today. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not, it's just like Yeah, I don't know. The route I'm taking is just Well, wild. yeah. I just don't wild. So you'd still want to make an animated film? Like it's all about transmitting a message. It's like, mm. but it's that's what that's what I'm saying. Because a lot of people who tend to begin to get into animated films, there's something just about animated films. Like they'd watch, they they used to just watch Disney. Well, it's not that you haven't done that, but that was the path that they ended up taking. Like especially being in animation, like I'm sure you know a lot of people that have worked in some of the big. Bigger yeah, animation houses yeah. now. A lot so. of my peers work in everywhere. They mm. work everywhere. Everywhere apart from Disney. I don't know anyone that works at Disney yet. Mm. I don't Does Joe Funny work at Disney? He does. That's correct. Yeah, no, I see him po- I see he started a new job recently. Well yeah. like this year I saw I saw something come up about it on my LinkedIn. But yeah, like um decorum poise elegance drake shit and mm. like that's what like j cole should be teaching her 
mm-hmm. or them. Like J. Cole has been yeah. one to feel that before. It's a bit mad. Yeah. What's this? It's a bit mad. Dunno. Um because that was that was like it it sta- it staved on eyes, but it's like it came from actually what what happens with social media because mm. just be like because obviously being able to say that your Grammy award winning changes what people see about Perceive you, of you and like how you get to like how you your music is viewed and like um the way whether people or not will license your things and whether your songs will be in certain movies and stuff and like all of that stuff but that's why i think this is more a question of of how someone it is it's more of a question of like why does someone make music I, like or why does someone do anything that they do like what's the actual reason you know and i don't necessarily think there's a wrong answer i think there's a wrong well, answer well there is well i guess once you once you start once it starts becoming detrimental to the other people around you and your peers and even your own well-being I think that's when it becomes a problem but yeah I, f- I think that's just more of a question of if you're if if the fact that you got that you didn't get something that ex- externally that validated what you do when you've got so many other things currently value uh, validating your position right now, that ninety nine point that literally ninety nine point nine percent of yeah. people who do what you do do not have. Yeah, that's crazy. Like when you put it in that perspective, it's a bit mad. And I do think it's like social media is an alternate universe, man. It is. It's an alternate universe. It is. It's literally like a reality show. I remember. It's like <laughs> it's like if reality shows were actually based on how social media is. Like, whoa. Like, who needs reality shows when you have social media? That's what I said. <laughs> Genuinely, like, you know what I mean? I remember like, there was a time, right, on the internet where I wouldn't see an ugly girl. Every girl that I saw on my Twitter feed or that was freaking crazy was just peg. Excuse you, don't it? It was like you start seeing average people. Like it was like I would never ever see these people around me when I leave my house, and that like that really like that really got on my nerves. It really got on my nerves because it was just the pure thought that this. The only reason why this person's getting the these retweets is because of their looks. Not because of anything else. It's because of their looks. And this is the beauty standard. Mm. So this is what we see. And obviously there was a period like because obviously that, that kind of gets on fat girls um um chest as well and like that's why Lizzo's even Lizzo today. But um, it's like, and then you start retweeting all of these girls, and then like all of these girls start creating rings of retweeters 
or like people that retweet their stuff and say oh you're so beautiful all of that like all of that like alternate reality things where like girls will only just compliment other girls and then it's mm. like it's like this alternate reality where it's like they always retweet each other's pictures mm. and they only get a f- affirmation from those six people that they well, talk to on did, did you hear about that grown ass woman grown ass woman yeah who was a social media influencer and I don't know exactly what kind of channel that she had, but she's created a fake, like, uh, account to combat and start bullying the people that were coming on into her comments. That is funny. Saying stuff. That is funny. And she was, like, coming at kids, basically. That is funny. Like, people half her age. That is funny. And it's, it's just so mad. That is funny funny how did she get caught i don't know so i think it was something to do with the newspaper i'll get up the uh did she like did she accidentally use that on yeah. her account because that is hilarious that's not extremely far-fetched because kevin no. did that as well did but he? it's just that's wow bullying anonymous account yeah a mommy blogger mommy <laughs> has apologized blogger. For using a different social media platform to anonymously make negative comments about fellow Instagram. Oh, fellow Instagram influencers. Oh, damn, I thought it was. Not her comments. Thousands of comments about herself out from the inside. I'll change opinions on other platforms. So she wanted to get SEO up. Thousands of comments about herself, her husband, Simon, also an influencer, and their four children had left her fleeing, had left her feeling extremely paranoid oh yeah and she had then criticized others in an attempt to appear authentic miss uh mrs hooper's official instagram account mother of daughters has more than seven hundred thousand followers and hooper's father of daughters has one million um the family live in kent she did not confirm which account she used yep yeah it had written negatively about fellow influencers it had an instagram post where mr hooper said he had not been aware of his wife's anxious actions and that her revelations had left him angry and a bit sad that is jokes that's peak why would you not just back your wife in that okay she 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 effed up but she only effed up because she got caught and that's why (laughs) yeah that's why you don't back her Oh, that's peak though. No, that's that. No, you should have backed it. You should have backed it. You should have backed it. You You can't like. Yeah, you can't do that. No, can't do that. That's gonna cause a rift. That's an argument, fam. Unless that was a press release because they're influencers, isn't it? But like, I just don't. That's interesting. That's not your instinct. Regardless, what she did was wrong. Fair. But yeah. that's a conversation you have behind closed doors exactly. with her. Like you'd be like, "What the yeah. fuck are you doing?" You never see on that face. To them. You'd just be like, "Look, there was a moment of this, that, and the other. There was a lot of pressure. <laughs> it was, blah, blah, blah. It it was, was very a wrong. thousand moments. It was a thousand moments. Shut up. Right? You know, and she's going. She, she, she. It really got to her. She was having a hard time with it. This is something we're going to deal with, um, uh, between us and as a family, and hope to overcome. Um, but um, she understands that she made a mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you do that. That's what you do public facing yeah for business for business reasons fam but gosh it's anyway weird. but but it's interesting to see like like that's a thing man like did you see all of these people commenting on molly may's figure i think that is so like even the thing with the dinner thing was so funny didn't see that 
Mate, oh, you've got to watch this video. The the unseasoned chicken. Bruv, you got to see it. You'll die. Chicken for Tommy. <laughs> oh, I think I seen it. Wait. Tommy defended Molly Mae from trolls who mocked her dinner. Oh my gosh. Like, cause he, cause he's eating clean, isn't it? So that means she's. I eating think clean that as was well. it. I think that was it. But no, he's definitely I, eating I d- clean. I don't that's know. That's it... what it looks like when you're eating. No, that's because that's why I initially thought. But. <laughs> like, unless it says cheat day on it. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> <Yo. laughs> Season with water oh, and lettuce, man. the video, bro. That's so funny. I wonder if they took it down. What was it? After seasoning gate, you know? Oh, it's so funny. Oh, you, but do you know what the funniest thing about it is? Is, um... Is the way Tommy was like, no, no, because that's the thing in the video. He's going, no, no, I like my chicken like this. He was like, no, I like it like this, babe. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like it's lovely. Like he's back in it. You know Where's what I mean? Ketchup, fam. Oh, fam. Do you want to see what it looked like? I want to see what it looked like. I want. I need Water to see what it and looks. lettuce. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Like when you see the top, <laughs> like come on, the inside look, is a look, different look. story, fam. It, there's there's a difference between cl- eating clean and then there's eating like you've literally put it in a dishwasher. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> is this boiled chicken in water? Oh, this was definitely boiled, isn't it? You got a. This wasn't even fried in like a pan or skillet or nothing. This is just like, <sighs> drop it in water. <sighs> Have peak. have all of the um nastiness rise to the top, scrape that off, take the chicken out, like <laughs> dry it off. Oh dap it dap it with a kitchen roll, obviously. Like you gotta know how to and cook. Sprinkle table salt so over a little bit, man. No matter who you are, what you do. Like like if you're left in a situation by yourself. That looks like a sponge fam. <laughs> Oh, that's so big. I just feel bad that's for her. That's a big. Though. But see, we're doing piece. what we're talking. We're like, look, look. No, my point is, yeah, I would never eat that doll. I know. That's the thing. I know. I would but never it's, cook it's that. deep. It's deep. It's like, because what was people saying about her figure? I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't know. She posed a picture of like her not posing, basically, and she was frumpy. But it's just so weird. It's she just gained weird. a bit more weight than she did than she had on Love Island, did it? It's just, it's like, do you know what the funny thing is? Most of the people saying that are probably 10 times worse looking. That's the, fu- that's why we're in an alternate reality. How do you spell it's kind of like again? Com- it's kind of like computer games in a weird way. Is it? But weirder. Well, yeah, because it's like you plug What's into this name? world. Oh, Molly May. It's Molly. How do you spell it? M-O-L-L-Y and then M-A-E. M A E. Yeah, we're actually talking about Love Island. Yeah, for. Oh, wait, is it. Wait, is she not verified on Twitter? I think she is. Don't look like it. Let is me. It sh- yeah, look at this. This is it. Yeah, I see it. I don't. 
Yeah, but that's people are just weird, man. People are just weird. That's why th- th- that exact thing is what the problem is with. Um, but look at her. <laughs> yeah, but that. But no, but she's but all twisted up and tanned. That, that's the problem. That's, photoshopped that's, on her face and everything. This is the problem with social media, like Actually, internet this isn't photoshopped in, ge- her face. in general. Because these are the ones I'm, see- I'm seeing the exact same things. It's like there. Wait, because but look what. That's this. This the exact same things I'm seeing. I, I, I don't think she's like. Yeah, obviously she's not like bloody. Um, Victoria Secrets. Victoria Secrets not doing a runway show this year. Because obviously of the Epstein stuff. Like out of all the people on the on Love Island, anyway, I don't think she was there. What you thought she was top tier? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm <laughs> saying the complete opposite. I'm like literally saying the opposite. Yo, no, because literally, yeah. Look, oh, it's just weird. I hate talking look, about but stuff look like this. Look at this picture, and like, then look, look, look at when what, it comes to people's people like appearance. Saying, I find it just I've so said weird. Two billion nine hundred and twenty-nine three hundred and ninety-two. I think the number's not important. Point eight I'm... times. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Molly May is fucking unreal. And anyone who says otherwise is just mad that her ass and bank account is fat. Bye. Was that Tommy? <laughs> no, that was some girl from caught on this picture. But look, Molly May is all twisted up in this picture and everything. Like, this is a funny thing. Yeah, yeah. but so, but what? I, I, I just find it hilarious, right? The the influencer film because really and truly oh, okay, I don't okay. I don't care about Molly oh, May's okay. body. I get what you mean. I, I don't mean. care. I don't. I genuinely like. I don't find Molly May attractive. She's got a boyfriend, anyways. It's not even my cup of tea. So, like, she's not my business. But it's the fact that people make it their business to care about how much these people are affected and defending those people in case. Of something happening, and this is the thing: it's like you're a hater if you don't say anything in defense. If you would love to look like her, because you said, um, what ninety percent of the people that are commenting, she looks ten times better than or something like that. Yeah. So and that that is and that is part of the point. It's like you like you have to feel there's some way that some people feel obligated to say something because of the way the social construct is but really and truly sometimes you just don't need to it's give kind it of a thing like yeah like, what like it's there's a one thing that's saying why are you saying anything and then there's another one that says why are you defending it now she got caught slipping like whenever you get caught slipping in pictures everyone banners yeah but it just happens that millions of people are bannering Oh, that's peak, isn't it? It's mad. And it's not really trying to be offensive. It's just like, oh, you look frumpy in this. But that doesn't mean that you're bad looking. That doesn't mean you still don't have a boyfriend. That doesn't mean that you're still It's just normal, isn't it? It's just, you know, it's your go on Twitter. We haven't spoken about Molly Mae in months. Mm. But this one time, like, were we doing a podcast while um, Thingy was on? No, we wasn't. No, No. we was, wasn't we? We started in... Oh, but we didn't really talk about it too heavy. It's I didn't watch fun. it to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm I like after the last one. I'm definitely done. I think I watched the some of the one prior. But yeah, it's just like it's just it's just a Twitter thing. Like mean? people are gonna roast you, and then it kind of moves on. Mm-hmm. 
unless like someone's gonna kill themselves it's just how it is. or mentally unstable then you're just, like you're gonna get joined on like literally if like it's funny like it's funny when i say pause or well when you say something that's not really something but when when you accidentally like let's say you're like super duper you famous and you accidentally tweet out something that's a bit whoa <laughs> like people are gonna start like um fred like fredo when his homeboy was um gonna whisper in his ear right and like it looked like he was coming in for a kiss and it was like no bro not right now i'm on live but oh it was gonna come in for a kiss but it's like what and he was he like this? yeah 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 he was like this oh my ear because obviously that's what his homeboy was gonna do yeah but then everybody started calling fredo gay fam just for that for that little and they joined on him for time and it's like people try and knock you off your square and the whole point is don't try and knock people off their square or like you just banter back but oh so is that what he done was he kind of just laughing did he laugh it off he was like yo um, people try um what's it called again people try um play me out of my position i'm not gonna get played out of my position mafioso shit it's all about keeping that level head online because online is just what so did he just let le- le- he just let it play yeah. out he didn't say nothing he, well he he made one video about it but after that it, w- it oh and that was anything. where he was like yeah. saying i'm not gonna get knocked yeah people try to trick you out of your position that's what he said but yeah it's not it's really not that deep it's true it's funny it's like, bait it's all bait isn't it it's all it's all it's it's people want to see if you crumble under pressure isn't it if you're if you're exactly. really who if you say you are if you're worth if you're saying you are who you say you are if it? you're worth the salt that we give you then it's you're gonna be able to handle this it's like being a leader it's like everyone's gonna question you like everyone's gonna question why are you right in this aspect what gives you the right to be a leader like every time someone says i should be the leader there's always going to be someone that says wait why should you do it and then now you give your qualifications or you show and prove <laughs> you act in that certain type of way to make Did his boy get clowns? Did his boy get clowns? I don't <laughs> it's kind of funny though. It is funny because I'm just picturing this guy yeah. coming in like... You're so sus. It's hilarious though. It did, it did kind of look sus. Yeah, I can just imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what's going to black and that But was see, with stuff like that, you just have to... Like, you know what I mean? If it's me, if, you just don't make a big deal. Sure, that's jokes, man. In yeah. the same live, he was like, you never feed the baddest pasta. Like, like he was like, send her home, innit? You don't you don't and she was like she wants pasta it was like who the, what does she want pasta fam you don't feed the baddest pasta tell her to leave innit and it, that, that's the thing it's that you got those two instances in one life and it was like you just have to deal with like because he had a great meme but also he got clowned on for something that kind of looked a bit pausey but it was like you know what i mean pausey <laughs> it looked a bit pausey. <laughs> oh wow! I think you just coined a new term. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I do this. <laughs> was, I yeah. think Mikma was talking about signing him, wasn't he? Yeah. That would be a good. That would be a good link. I just. I can't and imagine. Abram. I can't imagine being Americans being in. Well, maybe. But yeah. But yeah, know. it's like. Whoa. Oh, the Toxic. whole the whole thing might have just been twisted. Hello, <laughs> hello. 
We back. We back. We fine. We good. <laughs> okay. Just All about right. man. Damn! What the heck just happened there? Okay. But no, is that is that good? You I think that's Gucci. To come up, man? Thank you. This has been the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast with your boy Tiverius and Damadici. This has NY been typical. Ep- NY Typical and LAX underscore ERA on the gram. Camaraderie Pod on our Instagram. Please follow all of us. Yeah, I'm not Show some love. Share yeah. some of those comments. If you all, <laughs> you've listened this far, <laughs> I hope this was an entertaining episode. It was entertaining for me. I had fun. But yeah. It was. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Peace, blessings, and salutations. Love. Oh, yeah. 28th of November. It's coming next week. Get your tickets. Early birds sold out. Your boy Damodici is going to be hosting. I'm going to be spinning some bangers. Yeah, RR on YouTube. And R on YouTube. This is the plug yeah. the plug time. If you have listened yeah. this far, we should do this all at the beginning, really. <laughs> yeah, really and truly. But yeah. Peace, Peace. blessings, salu- salutations. salutations. Yeah. yeah.